welcome back to the Potentially Podcast. We are co-hosts, Lindsay and Isabel, and today we have a fun episode for you guys. We wanted to talk about the FIRE movement. So I don't know how many of you guys out there have heard of the FIRE movement or have any idea what it stands for, but it is an acronym and it stands for Financially Independent Retire Early. So the idea of the FIRE movement is that you build up enough wealth that you are able to retire early and you do not have to wait until you are 65 to retire. Now, this idea has always kind of been out there in the idea of people aspiring to retire early, like retiring at 50 or 55 instead of the usual 65. But this movement takes it even further than that and it aspires to retire as early as possible, like say 30 years old. So I didn't know what this was until Lindsay had mentioned it to me and I uh, did a little research on it and I think it's pretty interesting idea because retiring early it seems like a great idea. I think to retire by 30 you just have to think and consider how much sacrifice you're gonna have to make to have enough money to really retire by that time. Right so that kind of leads into what do people often do. So first of all these are not people who are earning an extremely high income. I mean, they can be, but a lot of the people within the FIRE movement are middle-class people, so they're not earning an extremely high living, but they're saving, on average, 50 to 70% of their income, which is a lot, a lot of money. So when the average American is living paycheck to paycheck and can't seem to save anything, it's crazy probably to hear of somebody saving 50 to 70% of their salary every year. And so the way that they do that is that they live extremely, extremely frugally. They penny pinch to the extreme. So they are worrying about every little possible thing that they're spending money on. And obviously they have gotten rid of their debt as well. Because if you're paying a bunch of money off to your debt, you can't really save a bunch of money. And so and they're not just saving it in like a savings account, they're investing the money. Okay, so they save a huge chunk of their salary, they invest it, and then the idea is that eventually they will be, because their expenses are so low, they will be able to live off the interest earned every year on the money that they saved, and they will be able to retire possibly like 30 years old and not have to work anymore. So when I first found this movement, what really excited me about it is that it's kind of throwing out the notion that we as a society just decided it had to be 65 years old. So why does retirement have to be 65 and what does retirement even mean? So I think a long time ago, it was the idea that, okay, you're 65, you retire, now you go golfing every day with your buddies or now you go to brunch every day with your girlfriends or whatever it is. And I think this idea of retirement usually doesn't even end up working that well long-term for older people. A lot of times they end up getting bored and they want to pursue other hobbies or they get a part-time job or whatever it is that they do just because they realize that, okay, if I'm going to live until I'm 85, 20 years of doing absolutely nothing actually isn't fulfilling at all. I thought it was going to be fulfilling. Maybe it's fulfilling for a year to finally relax after the daily grind of life of 65 years, but then they kind of get bored because I think we as humans all kind of do that. We we think it's going to be really fun to stay at home and then we get a little bored. And I think we can all kind of see how that works with quarantine. Yeah, I agree with that, especially since I've been home so much during all of this that's going on. I wouldn't 
I don't think I'd be able to really retire in that sense, especially since I'm not very good at going out on my own and doing stuff with people. I'm more of a homebody where it gives me a reason to go out there and interact with people. I feel like I'd have to have a really great hobby that has to do with other people or have another job after my retirement. Right. So before we talk a little bit more about retirement, let's go back to the first part of that acronym, which is FI, financial independence. So what does that mean? Usually, probably when you think of financial independence, you think of a trust fund kid somewhere in New York being able to live off of the fruits of their parents and they don't have to worry about money and they can kind of do whatever they want, right? Or at least (laughs) that's kind of what I envisioned when I was younger and somebody said that they were financially independent. It was this like weird concept that you can't really quite grasp. Well, the real idea behind it is like I said, you're living off of money that you had already saved. So if you've saved all this money and you're earning 8% in the stock market, okay, well then you get 4% to live off of for the year. And that way your money still keeps growing and you're never actually dipping into it. Now this is a really good idea in theory, but it has gotten some criticism lately with the stock market taking a complete dump. So if you are completely reliant on the stock market and you have no other sources of income, what do you do when all of your money tanks? And I think that that's a valid criticism. I think that's definitely a criticism that you can make of the movement. And so I would just say if this is something that interests you, you should just keep that in mind. So it's really great to have all this money stocked up, but maybe first, maybe save up more money than you think. So I know a lot of the fire movement of people that I've seen kind of calculate it down to a very narrow dollar amount that they're going to have to have. And I would say maybe build in a little bit more cushion. And then also, it doesn't have to just be in the stock market. You can have all kinds of different investments. And so that way, you're not just having your money in one place and hoping that the stock market stays afloat and keeps improving You kind of have, you know, you don't have all your eggs in one basket. I could see how that's a good criticism, but my worry more with the fire movement is just the fact that you do have to live so frugally. It seems a little bit unrealistic, especially when you have kids to do that, or the fact that maybe you're just not getting the simple joys in life because you're so worried about retiring early. It's just not something personally I would be that worried about because... I like my job, so maybe I don't want to work till I'm 65 doing it, but I like doing my job every day, so I don't really see the rush to retire early when I'm going to probably end up getting another job after anyway. Yeah, so I think it probably depends on what you're really looking for in life. The reason why I think this appeals to me is the idea of being able to do some more creative pursuits that maybe aren't going to make money right away or if they ever make money. And so it gives you the freedom to do that if you're not having to worry about going to your nine to five. And so I wouldn't want to retire in the sense that I never do anything for the rest of my life. And I think a lot of people within the fire movement actually talk about that, how it's basically giving you the space to choose what you want to do with your life, not the idea that you just have to sit home and do nothing. So I think they do kind of point to that. But... Yeah, I think it probably appeals to somebody who is not quite as happy doing their 9 to 5 and they want to do these other pursuits, but these other pursuits might not be as financially feasible right away, and so it gives them time to work. And I also like the idea that it doesn't beholden you to anything. So let's say you really do like your job, but for whatever reason, you get into some kind of spat with your boss and you don't like your boss anymore and you're worried that, you know, he's going to fire you or you're not going to be happy there anymore or whatever it is, it gives you the freedom to make your own choices. So if you're financially independent, you don't have to put up with anything you don't want to put up with. You just 
leave. Like you just quit. You don't have to worry about having another job. It gives you time to look for another job. You don't have to worry about any of that. Yeah, those are all really big positives to it. And I think even if you're not planning on retiring early, you should at least consider having a lot of money um, put away in case something does happen and you want to find a different job. I would mostly just be concerned with like living so frugally because I feel like in my life I do live pretty frugally and I put a decent amount away in savings but like once I have a kid I won't be able to do as much with my money and I don't know how I'd really be able to cut back that much more and still live a happy life for me I guess I I just wouldn't want to give up on like the small things that make me happy just to be able to retire a couple years earlier. Yeah, so I think that kind of puts it in a perspective of what exactly you want from it. So like Isabel said, okay, maybe you're saving 30% of your income so that way you can be financially independent at 40, but it's not worth it to her to save 50 or 70% to retire at, you know, 35 or something like that like the difference in the time isn't worth it because of the things that you're missing out in in that time and I think that's a really fair way to look at it because everybody has to pick what's important to them and for a lot of people maybe it's focusing on this and living really frugally and working on you know upping their income while keeping their expenses the same so that way they can save more money before they have kids or whatever it is but if you're in a situation where you're fine with how your life is going and you want to have kids and you want to you know do all the fun things with them like take them on family vacation and do that kind of stuff that's definitely not a necessary expense then you kind of have to pick what's really important to you. That's true. And maybe even if you did do the FIRE movement and you were able to retire by the time you're 30, you can be retired from that regular job and then have your kids. And then you'd be able to still work on your creative things and have the money for all that. So maybe you just live really frugally for a certain amount of years. And then after that, you're able to have your kids and then provide them what you want to give them. I think what I like about it, too, is the idea of it being for a short period of time. So I don't want to live that frugally forever. I want to live that frugally with a destination in mind. So I want to live that way for a reason. So if I have to live that way for five years, you know, to get my debt paid off and to stock away a bunch of money, that to me is worth it because then I can free up my time to work on other things to hopefully make more money in the future and be able to do all the fun things that I want to do. Because I'm not, I don't think I'm naturally cheap. I think I make myself be cheap because I have goals in mind. But I don't think I'm naturally like, oh, I'll just live in this tiny apartment forever and I'll be happy with that. That's not who I am. But I'm fine making that sacrifice if there's a reason at the end. So if there's a reason I'm doing it and it's going to free me up to do something that I care about, that I want to pursue, that I can work on making more money in the future. And then I'm going to be able to take my kids on these great vacations and have the house I want. Like, I guess that appeals to me more than living frugally forever just so that way I don't have to work. That does make sense to me. It's just really all based on your personality and how far you're willing to go with it. Because I think this could be a good thing for people to consider even if they don't want to retire at 30. Maybe you can retire at 50 and you can still get a lot out of it. Maybe you just don't put away 70%, you put away 50% or 40%. And then you can still do those small things, but in the end, 
you're still reaching that goal. If you are more focused on it when you're young, I know a lot of people say like, well, you're throwing away the best years of your life to go and experience things. Mm. And I don't really see it that way. But I also don't agree with the other aspect of like, just don't worry about it experience everything rack up the debt you'll you'll just keep working till you're 65 anyways then you'll be able to enjoy your life after you're 65 and it's like okay well I could die when I'm 64 or I could die when I'm 70 and I I worked all of my life to enjoy five years I just think there needs to be like a little bit of middle ground here so I think that if you want to enjoy some of your life when you're in your 20s that's completely fine, but just recognize how that's going to change your timetable later on. And if I can work really hard until I'm 40, I don't, I don't know why, but that number's always kind of been in my head is 40. If I can work really hard until I'm 40 and then I've created this life for myself that from 40 until I die, I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. I can travel where I want to go. I can see all of the countries that I haven't gotten to see yet. I can spend time with my kids running around, taking them to band practice or softball practice or whatever it is that they want to do. And I can be in the home that I love and I can have a bunch of dogs running around and all the things that I want out of my life. If I can work really hard until I'm 40 and that provides me with the resources to do that from 40 on, to me, that seems worth it. To me, it seems really easy to give up time in my 20s and 30s when I'm really not sure of everything anyways and you're trying to learn things about life and you're just starting off and you're trying to figure out what you want and it gives you more time to kind of work through all of that and by the time you're 40, then you can kind of, I don't think 40 is too old to have time left to experience all of that. I agree with that. I think I feel 40 as a good age as well in my head because everyone told me especially with me having a kid and everything you don't want to do that right now your 20s are your time to go have fun go on all these vacations and in my mind I'm like I don't even have the money to go on vacations because I'm more worried about getting financially set up so I'm gonna have my kids now by the time I'm 40 my kids are gonna be graduated I'll have more money to go on these vacations and do more stuff I don't think 20s is the only age you can have fun. (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of people kind of push that out there. Like, if you don't do it in your 20s, like, you missed out on so much. And I think of it as, like, and this could be just my personality, but... I don't want to go to this big vacation in my 20s where I have to do everything on the super cheap and I can't do what I want. When if I would have just been working really hard, saving my money, I'd be able to easily go in my 40s, have no regrets about it whatsoever, have no debt from it, and I can do anything I want while I'm there. That's true. Sometimes it's better to just wait a little bit. You'll have more money. You'll be able to do more of what you want to do. Patience is a good thing, you know. It'll make it more worth it in the end. Right. And so I've only just started learning about the fire movement. So I'm sure there are plenty of things that maybe me and Isabel didn't get quite right and we need to learn more about. And I've just started listening to some different podcasts about it and following some different Instagrammers who, you know, talk about it and blog about it. And so I'm sure I'll learn a little bit more about it. So I hope we didn't come across as too negative about it because I really don't feel negative about it. I think it's a really great thing to aspire to. I just want to be clear in the sense that for me, it's not about living frugally forever. So I'm not sure if that's exactly what the fire movement preaches or not. I'll definitely have to learn more about it as we go. And maybe we can do a subsequent podcast, you know, in a year or so when we've learned more about it and have a better idea. But 
I would use it as a way to enjoy what I want to enjoy out of life later and not as a way to just not have to work but also not be able to afford anything. Yeah, I think the FIRE movement is a really interesting idea. I definitely have to research more into it um, just to see if it'd be something that me and my husband would want to try to do. But I don't think it's a bad thing to look into, especially for uh, people who are younger and are already maybe living a little bit more frugally. As you get like a pay increase or something, you can just continue to live frugal as you were before and try to put more away for your retirement. I think it could be successful for a lot of people. I would just have to look more into it for myself personally. Yeah, and I've only just started looking into it because I'm still in the debt payoff stage. So I think I will probably get more excited about it once I don't have debt to pay off and it actually matters because if you're following Dave Ramsey, then you know that you have to pay all of your debt off first before you start investing. So if anyone out there has been listening to this podcast and follows the FIRE movement and you have some ideas about how you do the FIRE movement or if we had any misconceptions about the FIRE movement, go ahead and head over to our Instagram and let us know because we would love to learn more about it and when Isabel and I are off of the debt paying off train and are moving on to the heavily investing train then I think this is definitely something that we will keep in mind. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. You can follow us at Live Potentially on Instagram and Facebook and our website livepotentially.com. Make sure you rate, review, like this podcast, share it with everyone you know so that way we can get the word out and we will talk to you guys next time. <laughs>